0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds and Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. Mapletron is doing his country proud. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. a longtime believer in Justin Herbert. And it's all coming up, Robbie. And with me, as always, is A.J. Burrow a bust, Marquez. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I said all the time, Rob.
0: Today, we're talking all the NFL rookies who thrived and struggled in week five. Let's hit it. Seven, 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 seven. One, two, three,
1: One, two, three. four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Suelle.
0: A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. I wonder what the third thing is. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going that extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to bet online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. You know who's not an expert, AJ?
1: Joe Burrow.
0: Oh, you walked right into that one, didn't you? <laughs> Week five, rookie superlatives. Let's start with the rookie QB rundown. You had the Bengals game. Uh, and what did you think of uh, Joey B's worst performance?
1: Yeah, uh, clearly a worst performance. <laughs> He just got uh, he got blitzed a lot. They fucking they went after him and it worked because the Bengals offensive line sucks. Uh, what was he nineteen to thirty for 183 yards, zero touchdowns, and in the interception that he just chucked up to AJ Green on a blitz and like Green didn't really give any effort on the catch. Was it was like he was he had no chance. And then he, he gave even less effort trying to make a tackle. It was funny. Uh, I think he was sacked like seven times in total. It was like he just it was never comfortable at no point in the game building zero rhythm um, and like you said it was clearly his worst game uh, but that's like it's like saying something because like I don't know like Sam Darnold has this game every week. Like, you know what I mean other high rookies uh quarterbacks do this have these games all the time and like for it to be like oh my god I can't play bro had this type of game I, I think that's more of a compliment you know what I mean
0: yeah well I don't think anyone's actually worried based on his last three games and then the way the the ravens played him to perfection they they were heavily blitzing it was a lot of exotic looks from wink martindale and with that offensive line they were generally pretty confused outside of jonah williams nobody there's like a long-term answer i don't think no um and so burrow was running for his life he he did struggle with pocket awareness more so than we're used to yeah um obviously he fumbled twice uh, and on both those strip sacks, he just he was trying to extend the play and just didn't really feel anything,
1: yeah. The one like the Patrick uh, Queen, I mean, more on Queen later, obviously. One. Uh, but that, that one, like, <laughs> it's so funny. Queen just ran right through him from behind, and yeah, but yeah, like, like it's tough to feel that, I guess, but uh, he, he has to, like, yeah,
0: yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day. <clears throat> The offensive line's terrible. AJ Green's not trying on his brutal overthrow interception. Mm-hmm. Um there's just a lot of mess there. And uh against a AFC potential AFC championship level team. Yeah. Um so I mean, I mean, I think you kind of throw this one out the window a little bit.
1: It's like I'm not I'm not damning him for it at all, but it was it was really bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. Easily, I, th- I think he again. Like I, I, wrote a thing this week, and I, I, put him as one of the five worst rookies. Yeah,
1: I, I, I agree. You, yeah,
0: th- that. th- that's after three or four weeks of being one of the five best. So
1: exactly, yeah. The,
0: the, uh, they, they play the Colts this week one of the better defenses in the league so we'll see how he bounces back it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, I wonder if the Colts are just going to blitz him as heavily as the Ravens did now.
0: Well, I that that's what I was thinking is is that the blueprint like just different like cuz they they weren't like queen blitzed a lot, but he they did. weren't just blitzing like they they were blitzing safeties, Chuck hum- Clark came free on one.
1: Yeah, I feel like Humphrey was coming down often too. Um Yeah,
0: so it was just a lot of different looking blitzes. Yeah. with that offensive line just being there was multiple times where just free rushers came and offensive linemen blocked nobody just because i think there's a lot of confusion up front for them right now
1: yeah so i mean obviously the colts have one of the best defenses in the league right now so i mean i wonder if they just stick to their usual game plan or do they come right after joe burrow probably a bit of both D- to be honest
0: darius leonard seven set
1: yeah <laughs> buckner's gonna eat in the middle there, man.
0: Oh yeah, no that that that'll be uh, that'll be a fun yeah. fun one. Yeah. Um. But hey the the other quarterback Justin Herbert Monday Night Football showed the entire world how nasty he really is. Four touchdowns all in the first half. They end up losing the Saints in overtime. He put them in the position to win. Michael Money Badger Badgley shanked a field goal. He uh, he had that incredible completion down the left sideline to Mike Williams to set up that yeah. field goal. And then, obviously, to start the game, he had that deep play-action pass, uh, deep ball to Jalen Guyton, who he's really built some nice chemistry. I know, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Like, Guyton is, I mean, obviously, Mike Williams has been dealing with injuries this year. Keenan Allen, after he caught the touchdown, was out pretty much the rest of the game. But Guyton's really stepped up in their absence. And obviously, again, they had no run game. It was a lot of Justin Herbert had to try to carry the load with... um, like justin jackson was okay and uh kelly josh kelly is not doing much but uh i mean his arm talent's insane and and the other thing is he just never seems shook
1: i know like trey
0: Trey hendrickson and cam jordan were were getting some pretty solid pressure throughout that game and it does he just he's always so even keel
1: very much so um Going back, I, I, I we've talked about this a couple times. Him being able to find Mike Williams, and I was I was so happy to see that finally come together. And uh, it's it's almost like the the chemistry instantly clicked for them, eh?
0: Yeah. No. Well, just yeah, like we previously talked about, is if they can get Mike Williams going deep and unlock that deep game with him, it, it's gonna be game over. And, and yeah. we saw that and that. That that Saints defense just had no answers for the Chargers pass catchers, and they were just consistently – Williams and Guyton were consistently getting behind them, Keenan Allen doing some dirty work before he went out. Um, If that Chargers team can just stay healthy, like the offensive line is half put together right now, missing Mm -hmm. two Pro Bowl – three Pro Bowl level offensive linemen. And it just – I hope it all does come together. It doesn't seem like it will be this year just with their start. But uh, every time he plays, he's exciting, and he's—I think he's been one of the ten most exciting quarterbacks. And if, if like right now, he—I think he's firmly in the offensive rookie of the year conversation, right? Very much. He's thrown nine. He's thrown nine touchdowns in his last two games. That's more than Burrow has all season. I was about to ask you on the whole. Or seven? Sorry, he's thrown seven in his last two games. I lied. On the. It's still more than Burrow. On the whole, though,
1: who's been better? Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. I know it's such a stupid thing to ask, but we're we media members. We gotta do the, the the headline stupid stuff.
0: But well, who's been better between them? Yeah. Oh, I think it's without question Justin Herbert. I agree. Like uh, Justin, before this game, I like Justin Herbert. I thought was the quarter season um, all rookie team quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree.
0: It's like, and, and Herbert's got equally as bad an offensive line as as Burrow. And That's, like, like, the two worst offensive lines in the league.
1: I felt like Herbert, the pressure affected him a bit. But, like, he's been so sol- – and, like you said, unfazed and, like, solid under pressure. And still, yeah. like – and he still made, a, like, one or two big-time throws under pressure in this game. So even when it's kind of rattling him a bit, um, you can bounce right back and make the big throws.
0: He's a, he's very different than Burrow in the way like he is consi- He's one of the most aggressive quarterbacks in the league already. Yeah, I know. It's We Bur- Burrow's more like a, a a point guard sitting back slowly yeah. picking you apart. Herbert's yeah. Herbert's the the three-point shooter. I think I mentioned this last time, didn't
1: I? I, I don't know. It, it, it kind of surprises me that they are going deep so much, to be honest. And I mean, it, it's smart clearly, but I uh I don't know, the, like the way Anthony Lynn talked about Herbert and just the way Anthony Lynn is, I didn't expect them to be going deep this much but uh, fuck, it's working every single game every uh, single no game,
0: they're, they're off they're, their their is built around the vertical passing game i mean i don't think that's overly surprising they're they're a play action vertical passing attack and that's why herbert was such a good fit philip rivers just couldn't do it last year and i think that's part of the problem like, <laughs> he, c- he can't push the ball downfield and he's washed right now and that colt's offense is feeling it <laughs> um okay moving on offensive rookie of the week
1: uh chase claypool is the correct answer but...
0: yeah Four touchdowns was the biggest mismatch in the world against the Eagles, who had no answers for him. At the end of round touchdown mm-hmm. on the jet sweep, three, three more uh, touchdown catches, um, including one to put it away late, um, I, 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 where Nate Jerry was one-on-one with them, so Jim Schwartz should be fucking fired into the sun, but hey, um, yeah, I mean, he's... He's the type of receiver Ben Roethlisberger hasn't really had. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger hasn't had that big target since Plaxico Burress, which was his <laughs> rookie season. Ago, yeah, and uh, now he's got this six four, two hundred and thirty pound receiver who runs four four flat, and um, it, it's working out pretty well.
1: I think I think they never went back to the well because Lima Swede busted so hard for them, Rob. So I can't blame him. Oh. Um. I have
0: ne- I, 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 as a Steelers fan. Lima Sweet is one of my least favorite players in NFL history. But he
1: should have been Chase Claypool.
0: He was so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was the worst. Uh <laughs> I loved him in college. Though. anyways. Yeah, like like you touched upon, they did a good job of moving him around and uh <laughs> getting Nathan Jerry on him and that was just easy work. And like we we saw them doing the you know, the reverses, the jet motion stuff with him uh the first few weeks of the season, and then it all just came together. I, I wonder I wonder like what his, his his looks are going to be, his targets are going to be uh, like going forward now after this massive performance.
0: Well, obviously, Deontay Johnson went out early in this game, and after that, Chase Claypool was playing starter snaps. Where earlier in the season, he it was kind of like slowly phased in here or there. Yeah. Um, and and James, James Washington's been largely not involved. So I, I I've got to assume going forward Chase Claypool is that big outside option that they this offense lacks right now, and then Deontay Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith are the other two options, and um, I also think if Chase Claypool obviously he's not going to keep it up like this, but if he can be this impactful and Ben Roethlisberger clearly trusts him now, yeah, I, I mean I think that means Juju Smith Schuster is going to be walking in free agency.
1: I mean that's classic Steelers though, isn't it? They they, tra- they draft a receiver, they're amazing their first couple of years in the season, and then they they don't want to pay them, they just let them go, and they're usually right.
0: Heck yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, no, I think we'll we'll see a big uptick going forward with Claypool. It's interesting though because Ben Roethlisberger's been one of the least aggressive quarterbacks this year, mm-hmm. and, and obviously Claypool's this big downfield mismatch. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how, how this offense kind of takes shape going forward. Agreed. Um, while we're here, I I would like to mention two more rookie receivers who I think deserve some attention. Um, C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. and then Henry Ruggs. I mean, though, th- like this overall, this wide receiver r- rookie wide receiver class has been just insane, as advertised. Um, yep. <laughs> and, and I think most weeks, one of those guys would have won off our our offensive rookie of the week honor here. Um, with Lamb going for 124 yards on eight catches, and the R- Rugs 118 yards and a score on just two catches, um, both just incredible. And it was nice to see Rugs being exactly what the Raiders yes. brought him in to be, and, and and against the Chiefs, and that's why they brought him in.
1: Yes, very much so. I mean, I I was so happy to see them actually going downfield because we know Derek Carr is king of trackdowns. downs, but I mean, it's not like he doesn't have the arm for it, and uh, both catches just. Fucking gunning it downfield, um, yeah. Rugs looks great, and I, I I thought they were gonna ease him back after injury, but I kind of love that they just they, they saw you look good and they uh, they let him fly.
0: Yeah, and, and um, with Lamb, it was he uh, he's been just incredible overall, and it's been yeah. more so just consistency from him. Yeah, where like I think he's sixth in the league in receiving yards right now, but hasn't this was his first 100 yard game. Um, and I think he's just the second rookie in NFL history to to start his career uh, five straight games with five catches for 50 yards at least in each game. I think it was him and Terry Glenn. Um, <laughs> Let's see. And, and and Lamb just he's so fearless over the middle. Yeah. I think my favorite play against against the Giants in, in that game was um, the the one where Dak kind of put it up to the the, the back side of his shoulder yep. and he went up through contact and got freaking crunched but came down with it it's just he is he the, i mean the knock on him kind of knock on him was he doesn't have this one absolute elite trait like rugs has his speed and judy has his route running cd lamb's just a, a, a great wide receiver that was kind of like used as a fake knock yeah, on him yeah. and but, it, but it's true like he's out there and he's just doing it
1: very much and like kind of going hand in hand with that it, that was also my favorite play it feels like Lamb hasn't, like, had, like, if you turn on SportsCenter, you probably haven't seen too many C.D. Lamb plays, especially, like, with, you know, Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup making these great plays, too. Um, but if you're watching the game, there's all these, uh, not little plays, because they're big plays, but these great catches that just aren't making SportsCenter and maybe the, the the common fans don't see, but... Um,
0: wow, you're just shitting on the common fans. I always do it,
1: Rob. But,
0: it, like, that catch was amazing. Elitist. Yeah, the goddamn yeah plea It was deals. amazing. Yeah. He's been amazing and I think it'll be sadly with Dak, it'll be interesting to see if they incorporate more of his cuz we know how great he is as a yak receiver. Yeah. it will be interesting to see if they incorporate like more just scheming him the ball in space um while Andy Dalton's operating the ship.
1: I feel like it's going to be a Zeke heavy offense, but I mean he hasn't been very good this year. Uh so we'll see. But I mean I, if 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 you, if you they go They have
0: the they have the they have the best Top four wide receivers in the league. I really hope that it doesn't just become some gross Mike McCarthy. I, I, I'm afraid. Gross I'm
1: afraid it's gonna be. But I mean, I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, if they do go that route, even though it's like even if they do a lot of uh, just play action and sh- quick game to C.D. Lamb and see what he can do after the catch would be, he could become a, a favorite for Dalton quickly.
0: Uh, okay, defensive rookie of the week. You already mentioned Patrick Queen a little bit earlier, and I think. Similar to Chase Claypool, it was overwhelmingly you have to go with Patrick Queen this week very for much what so. he did against the Bengals.
1: Yeah, very much so. He's like, I already said the sack. That was so funny. But uh, it's just, man, on the whole, he looked, obviously he had the, the touchdown too, uh, the fumble recovery touchdown. But, like, he just looked so much more comfortable this week, I thought. Like, it, it was like, like, there wasn't the ups and downs that he's had. It was consistent. He was better in all phases of the game. And it just felt like maybe the game finally came to him a bit and it was just, it let him just fly around the, the, the defense there. And it's like, maybe, maybe the familiarity with Joe Burrow back there helped him. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I, you know what's weird though? I kind of felt like some people come out of the woodwork and say, Patrick Queen's been a, a stud all year. And I'm like, you're not really watching the games. So he was amazing this week, obviously. That's why he's our defensive rookie of the week. But. It hasn't been a great year for Queen. We've seen the flashes, but it hasn't been. We've talked about him so many times. So don't. don't yeah, don't. no. He he
0: he he got exposed in coverage a handful of times. Yeah, exactly.
1: Year. Go back to the Chiefs game. I, I've seen people like mentioning like he made like one play in the Chiefs game. Like, okay, cool. He had a great game. Don't take that away from him. It doesn't mean he's been amazing all year because he hasn't. But uh, if he can look like this going forward, that's a goddamn weapon for the Ravens
0: his ability to just explode down downhill as a blitzer, they, they did a great job taking advantage of that. But I think the most impressive thing about this game from him was just his consistency as a run defender. His mm-hmm. run fits were so much better. His ability to stack and shed was so much better. He was getting washed at times in previous games yeah. uh against the run because he couldn't get off blocks and he is a smaller guy. He's six six foot flat, like two twenty nine. Yeah. Which is not massive at all, and um, in this game he was—I mean, it was the (laughs) Bengals—but he was getting off blocks, he was filling uh, filling gaps, and and making plays all all day. And and I uh, like he there was far—I think at times you saw like um, him—he was taking false steps both in coverage and and, uh, just reading plays, and you didn't really see that this week against the Bengals.
1: Yeah, it was also his best pass coverage game too. It it wasn't like it was amazing or anything, but it was easily his best.
0: No, and they need that from him, um, especially because the the Ravens' offense really didn't look that great.
1: You know, they've been a little clunky this year. Uh, I mean, obviously the Chiefs game where You know what? Honestly, Lamar Jackson it feels like he's not on the same page at times with Hollywood, even though like the, he had a solid game this week. It feels like they've always kind of just been, I don't know, just slightly off this year. But once it all clicks, I, they're going to explode.
0: Okay, who's the worst rookie you saw?
1: Uh... I have Joe Burrow, but not my number one. But I had to mention him here, i him an asshole. Uh, I put Andrew Thomas, man. Like he's just only gotten worse. And I don't know how. I think it's just because the Giants are such a disaster. But man, it's just such a bad look when they took him. Obviously, the first tackle off the board at the fourth pick, and all the other tackles have been absolutely amazing. Like it's just such a bad luck. And like I don't. How is he getting worse week to week? You think, okay, settle in a bit. and He was in bad week one, and it's just been downhill, downhill, downhill. I think he gave up like nine pressures against the Cowboys. He's He just looks like, I don't know, man. He doesn't, he doesn't look like himself well, at all. He looks like his anchor's been shit. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, he was just getting walked back consistently yeah. by both DeMarcus Lawrence and Alden Smith. And like last week, we talked about how poor he looked against the Rams. And then obviously Lawrence and Smith are, uh, are an even better pass rushing duo than what the Rams have. And yep. he was just a complete mess. And it doesn't help that the rest of the offensive line is terrible and his quarterback's probably a bust. And uh, he, yeah, but like his anchor is just awful. Like he is just, his base is all messy. His, his, He's not getting to his landmarks and he's getting beat, he's getting beat both with speed and with power. Um, and I don't know, he just looks like he lacks confidence and it doesn't help that. Tristan Wirfs, Makai Becton, and Chetrick Wills all have looked pretty fantastic. Exactly. And I mean
1: like Austin Jackson has even been better than him. Um
0: Yeah. And then obviously all, oh, all whoa, the- whoa. time out, time out. Yeah. Arch Manning's throwing touchdowns on my TV yeah, right now. Yeah, we're getting
1: we're getting a game break in the Arkansas State for Georgia State game. And Arch Manning's just throwing it to some five six white guy.
0: <laughs> he he's losing right now. Oh, no he's winning. no, they're, they're winning. They're anyway, winning. sorry that that was our Arch Manning uh, uh, game break.
1: I don't want to. I don't even want to talk about Arch Manning. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, I think it, like you just mentioned confidence. I think that might be what it is. It's just maybe something's gone in his head because he doesn't look like he did at all, even week one, and especially not Georgia, where he was so consistent. Um, I don't know. Maybe the losing and the mess of the Giants just have gotten to him. I don't know, man. It's weird. Or maybe it's yeah, just not it's, good. It's, uh, I don't know.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's a tough look. But, no, he is getting worse. So, hey. Yeah. That's not great. Okay. Um, Primetime star. I feel like J- Justin Herbert's a cheat.
1: He, he, he clearly deserves it. I mean, he's the correct yeah. answer. But...
0: D- 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 you, did you uh, find anybody else? You know what? There was no clear second guy for me. So, I'm... I've got a clear second guy.
1: Okay. Maybe what? I, I wrote a name down. You tell me who your name is and we'll see.
0: Jalen Johnson.
1: Okay, you know what? I I didn't think Johnson was that good. Well, let's talk about Jalen. Johnson. He
0: got beat one time. He got beat one time against Mike Evans.
1: No, he got beat multiple. One times. time. He got beat multiple.
0: Times. He got beat for. He gave up one catch for a touchdown to Mike Evans. No. Okay. So it was. He let's break he it down. He had that great play on Scotty Miller down 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 the sideline. Uh, I think in the first half, he was he was awesome throughout the game. The, 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 hold on, I, I don't hold know hold what on. you're talking about.
1: No, you're you're, you're okay. I'll just break it down. I put him for underwhelming because I thought he wasn't that good. He had the. The Tyler Johnson play—he he had the terrible tackle. Uh, then, yeah, the Mike Evans—he got beat on the slime for the touchdown, and he got called for peon in the play. Uh, he had another defensive passing interference on Cyril Grayson on a go. It was soft, but he grabbed him.
0: Um, it was a bad call.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, PFF credit. I think for five Jalen catches, J- seventy-six I think... yards. But he's been so great that this is just an underwhelming game. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it wasn't. It wasn't his best game. It's probably his worst game.
0: I I, I still think he against that passing attack against Mike Evans. I thought. For a rookie to come away and be that okay against that that good a team, I
1: agree with that.
0: Especially in the context of, have you seen these other corners this year? Like, I mean, Jalen Johnson's overwhelmingly, I think, been the best corner throughout this season, right? Among rookies, obviously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially with Henderson not playing now, but yeah, hundred percent.
0: And and like, who would you even put two?
1: Sneed and Henderson, but they're both hurt. Um,
0: Right i guess that's it and, and even ha- henderson started hot and kind of cooled yeah. down before he got hurt too yeah, yeah. so like, again that's, no
1: I, I i put him from underwhelming just because he's been fucking amazing and this was a bad game for, like a mad game but you're right under the circumstances it's not a bad game
0: i guess it's kind of like well it's not the same as joe burrow because joe burrow actually was a bad game yeah
1: no exactly <laughs>
0: um so
1: um I, I, my, my second you guy, mentioned
0: tyler johnson but yeah go ahead you mentioned Tyler Johnson there, and I think you could you can you could put him down here as well. I got
1: him later, that's why I don't. Um, okay,
0: sorry. <laughs> so I mentioned Cesar Ruiz,
1: who didn't start but came in and played oh. most of the game. Um, it wasn't. Why does a, that keep happening? I don't know. It's really weird. Just start him. Um, I <laughs> I just thought he looked really solid and strong again. It wasn't like a super special performance, but a really strong game. I I think he's another one of those offensive linemen. The game, the NFL doesn't look too fast or strong or whatever the hell you want to say for him at all he looks like he, he fits the part he looks like he should have the been rookie, a first round pick uh
0: yeah the rookie guard class continues to quietly be very impressive it,
1: yeah very much so very much so and i think like in april there wasn't the top guy but we as i think as we went along we found more and more guys we kind of liked but not loved you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah no 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 for sure we no definitely and i think that's kind of a bit of what it is with interior offensive well I mean it's hard to find one that like you're gonna pound the table for as a first round guy, but then you, you really fall for that like third, fourth round yeah. level. Yeah, <laughs> where you Guys have like, like Damien, Damian Lewis, yeah, um, Kevin Dotson, and, and Michael, so on.
1: Michael and Wenyu for AJ. Yeah, fourth round.
0: Yeah, well, hey, hey, good for you on that one. Hey, I like Solomon Kinley. He's looked pretty. good. Yeah, I
1: was I was lower on Kinley. Um, there's been a lot of good pff, interior offensive of linemen.
0: Kinley turned out to be the best offensive of lineman at Georgia last year. <laughs> it's true. Two first round tackles. One's not playing. The other's terrible.
1: <laughs> uh, I want Andrew Thomas to play together. Will, man, it sucks.
0: Will Isaiah Wilson ever start? No.
1: It was a bad pick when it happened.
0: Yeah, but I mean, no, it, definitely. It, it, it's yeah, it's it's gotten worse. But yeah. Um. Okay. You you already said you had Jalen Johnson for underwhelming. I got
1: a, I got two more. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh. Uh, okay. I mean, I've only got one. And it was extremely underwhelming. It um and I I picked on him a bit this year. Uh, Derek Brown, he mm. was horrible against the Falcons. Um, okay, so his first two starts in the NFL or his first two games in the NFL, uh, I talked about how underwhelming he was, and then then he bounced back against both the Chargers and the Cardinals. He he was a pretty impactful run defender. He still wasn't adding much on pass rush, but he was he was disruptive against the run. Two of the worst offensive lines in the league. Then he plays the Falcons. And Chris Lindstrom, like, absolutely kicked his ass for four quarters. Um, like, m- moving him multiple yards downfield against the run, it was like he didn't exist on passing downs. Uh, he also ended up on the ground, I think at least I counted four times. Oh, God. It, it it was really and, and like Todd really had his best game yeah. in a while, Yeah. and yeah, Derek Brown like uh, the Panthers ended up winning obviously, and hey, I, I don't have Jeremy Chin anywhere, but he looked really good again, um, but yeah, Derek Brown it, it was pretty poor,
1: and it's like like <laughs> I'm flabbergasted, <laughs> coming into the draft, <laughs> the, the, I think the the word you could use for Derek Brown is safe. And that's, yeah. I, it feels like every time we use that word, uh, we're wrong, but it sucks. Oh, I'm, I'm, we're getting the full look of the Arkansas State waterfall and looks awesome. Yeah, Anyways, I know.
0: Um, the Centennial Bank Stadium waterfall. How
1: have I never, is it new? I don't know. Anyways, don't um, know. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it, it's been a bad start to his career because you expect him to come in and, like, okay, maybe he's not having five sacks even as a rookie, but, you know, he's pushing the pocket and he's a stud against the run. And it's, uh it's not been that. So, no. um, My my next two are nitpicky ones. Uh, one's really unfair. One One's more fair, so you'll be okay with it. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who, I don't know, it just didn't feel like he was making guys miss like he usually does this week. He had 10 carries for AJ, guess yards. what? What?
0: They signed on Bell now.
1: Oh, that's why I mentioned it, Rob. Um, <laughs> so he only had 40 yards on 10 carries. A three catcher for 40 yards, but I, he just didn't look like he usually does. And I, I think he's he's been up but there's been some downs in his ups, if that makes any sense and now levion okay, bell's in there being,
0: it's called being a running back yeah exactly and
1: now levion bell's in there to uh to take the the 60 share
0: yeah i'm wondering if that'll help him where it'll be like he'll have a more defined pass catching rule just because they bring in levion bell who can be their their yeah. Damian Williams in quotations? Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if it will actually end up helping him more than her, maybe his touches go down, but he becomes a more impactful. Yeah, no, that's a touch guy.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and this one's just pure mean. This is a pure stats one. Uh, Justin Jefferson, just because I thought he was gonna absolutely fucking light up the Seahawks secondary, but this this wasn't on him. Minnesota just was real run heavy, and uh, and yeah. most of the targets went to Adam Thielen who cooked. But yeah, three catches for 25. I thought he was gonna go. Have another monster game like he did the other night. <laughs> like I really expected him to be our uh, our uh, primetime star come this week. So it was just like I was just slightly. Well, I mean, I, technically I, w- I wasn't disappointed, but I was slightly disappointed. <laughs> Th-
0: this rookie receiver class is so good. A guy can have an okay game. And AJ's all over. Him. Exactly. Uh, okay, who's looking like a hit for you?
1: Speaking of rookie wide receivers, uh, I'm just going to name one guy this week. Uh, Lavisca Cheneau, who or Chanot, who, who I think everyone's saying his name like that now. Uh, like, not an amazing game. Like, it was a really good game. Seven catches, 79 yards. They didn't get him a handoff. He's
0: really fun. He's really fun,
1: Dude. Eh? Um he's just so hard to get on the ground. It's weird. Like, you want, yeah. watch him and see how few times he's actually tackled to the ground. It's just like so many things. Like, forward progress is st- stopped. Or, like, three guys kind of push him out of bounds. He's, like, never on the ground. It's so weird. It's not weird. It's because he's strong as hell, lower body. He keeps his leg churning, and he's so dynamic after the catch. Like you said, the, pri- the the proper word is fun. Uh, no handoffs this game, but they did get him a catch out of the backfield on the goal line, which was cool. And then it wasn't just the design touches; they had a nice body adjustment grab. Uh, Minshew had a really bad game; his his ball placement was terrible. Um, so, so I think Chanel looks awesome.
0: And I mean, it, the the other thing, yeah, the other thing is he. I, I think he's got like one of the one of if not the highest catch percentages among runners. yeah
1: yeah and again it's it feels like it's been a lot of not i guess it's not easy catches but he's been open so like yeah easy catches but he's getting yeah. open and they're designing it well to him but yeah this this game he had a couple more of the tougher catches where he had to adjust a bit um yeah uh again eclipsed in the rookie class because he's on a bad team and so, w- rookie wide receiver class because he's on a bad team and so many guys have been amazing but uh yeah, keep your eye over him. He looks great. And uh
0: over they got over three hundred f- yard yeah. over three hundred yards from scrimmage in five games. Like that's pretty awesome for a rookie. Yeah, like if he was
1: on a good team and this class wasn't so amazing, um more and more people would be talking about him.
0: <laughs> for sure. Um for me I'm gonna go with Kevin dawson hmm. Good one. Early in the in the Steelers Eagles game, DeCastro went down with an injury and and Dotson came in and there wasn't really like any noticeable drop off. He is just it, like he reminds me so much of Ramon Foster who obviously started a guard for them for about a decade a years, yeah. and just, re- yeah. And just retired and just his mauling style and he's just absolute physicality. He, he was moving really well in space when they got some screen game going. And I think like, he's just the type of guy who's going to him, him and him, Damien Lewis, Solomon Kinley, like they're all kind of, Similar style of players, and they all look like they're going to start uh, for and when do you do? On their teams. I mean, a little, and yeah, no, I kill, he might be the best, like better than that, though.
1: Yeah, like, but he no, might be a
0: pro bowler,
1: yeah, no, but similar style of where like he's just a mauler in the run, but yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, they all look good. Like Lewis, Lewis is even look starting to get better in the pass pro, too.
0: Games. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, who's looking like a miss?
1: Hey, I had to watch that Jays game, so I might as well talk about it. I'll mention a couple more times. Uh, we've we've been mean to him multiple times this year, but uh, Caleb Uh-oh. Von Cheson does yes. nothing. He does no nothing. Tunzel just made it look like he was blocking a high school player. Yeah.
0: It was just there's, way too there's easy. There's no pass rush plan. There's no pass rush plan. No,
1: he's just going there, flailing his arms. And Tunzel, swear to God, one place like Tunzel just like kind of touched him, and he's flailing his arms. And he just falls on the ground. Tunzel's just standing there. Uh, man, it's he does nothing. The only time he ever sniffed Watson was on a bootleg where you saw some of his speed, but he didn't even get there, and Watson still threw a completion. He batted a ball down because he, he didn't move anywhere. Um, yeah, he's just doing nothing, man. It's, and I had him, like, 16th on my board. And I mean, it's not like we expected him to come out and, like, you know, it's the thought it takes some time with Jason, and you need a plan, and he needs a pass rush plan, like you said. Uh, but it's it's been it's been nothing.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's starting to get worrisome. And speaking of worrisome, how about Isaiah Simmons? Uh, I had uh, I had the Jets Cardinals game, and I thought to myself, hey, maybe he'll have a real role this game because the Jets are just hot garbage. And Guess what? He played thirteen snaps.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um. He just, uh, he, he had his highest snap count uh, week one against the 49ers. Obviously got exposed by Kyle Shanahan and, and hasn't played, like 13 snaps is his second most snaps this year after that week one game, uh, where in, in that week one game he only played I think 18 snaps. So at no point this year has he even played 50% of defensive snaps, um, which is worrisome because that's how unready he is, which is also worrisome. Because just it feels like there's no role for him. When's he going to be able to... Like, he's not going to take the starting job away from Jordan Hicks. And it doesn't seem like he's going to take it from Devondre Campbell, who at least has started multiple years in the league. Mm-hmm. And, and this Cardinals team's trying to make a legitimate push for a wild card spot. So I get why they're not playing him if they're trying to compete. And it doesn't sound... Like, they thought about playing him at safety last week against the Panthers due to injury, and then they said they didn't do it because... They didn't want to mess up his development as a linebacker. It's just starting to get like pretty questionable when a guy went top ten and can't get on the field. For and sure. I'm starting to feel like an idiot because I had him as top ten player on my big board. But I mean, who didn't?
1: So I guess there, there were there were I, some haters, and we laughed at them. And no, there were
0: there not. were some people who there were people who legitimately raised that those the the concerns that are happening now raised the, those concerns and starting to play out. So.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe not yet, but at some point you you got to get him on the field and g- just put him in some situations where to get him comfortable. Like, I don't know.
0: Uh, a package for him is what you'd hope, but is he that worrisome to have on the field that you're not even willing to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who needs to step it up? Uh,
1: I think I've gone here before. I put Cam Dantzler again. Like, he got absolutely cooked by DK Metcalf. Yeah. Uh, he's playing a lot. Gladi, he, Glad he was – I don't know, meh, but better I guess. Um,
0: but yeah, he was. I comfort- almost put Cam Dantzler for looking like a hit because I was low on him. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I haven't pulled out any of those yet. But yeah, uh, DK got him on that fourth down conversion. I don't know, got him like ninety-one yards in a touchdown. Uh, I'm, a, you know, why I'm kind of mean to him is because they they hyped him up so much out of camp. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Minnesota. AJ uh, and Robert Wright. <laughs> You guys aren't right yet. Well,
0: some s- s- some in the biz thought he was a first round talent. I remember that.
1: I mean, it kind of fizzled by April, but uh, like that that late February, early March first round buzz. I remember that.
0: Yeah, uh, for me, I put John Hightower just because he's playing. He, I he think he's have had him here. He plays so much, and he has zero impact on the game. Very much so. But <laughs> yeah. this week, he actually had a negative impact because on two different occasions. Wentz put the ball where he should have been able to bring it down, and he just like showed zero ball skills. One of them oh, was in the back of the end zone yeah. like he just missed the ball.
1: I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> he just... It was a really it,
0: it, it should have been six, and it was a really good throw from Wentz. and he just like it wasn't like the ball went through his hands; It was just, like he wasn't just couldn't find it. Yeah, and like you were drafting
1: uh-huh. High to make those plays down the field too, because like he was pretty good at it. Boise, I, I, I didn't have an issue with his tracking at all. Um,
0: and, and it happened again in the game and he ended up uh with just two catches for like 18 yards on six targets that's his regular stat one, yeah. yeah i was gonna say he he uh, i was looking he has he has like the lowest catch percentage among rookies <laughs> who actually play yeah by like a wide large margin and it's partially not his fault because they drafted jalen rager in the first round yeah. to be that guy and he hasn't been healthy, and like Dallas Goddard got hurt, and Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey aren't playing. Like John Hightower, in theory, should be their fourth, fifth receiver, and he he's like, well, I mean now he's not even the number one because Travis Fulgham's a stud, and Greg Ward um, is, is
1: is not patty, and Greg,
0: yeah. So Hightower's the third, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, he just looks like a nothing contributor every time he's on the field. He's but, on the field a lot, so. but also
1: like 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 Cam Dantzler. There was big Hightower hype coming out of uh, training camp for him.
0: Well. Daniel Jeremiah had like a huge grade on John right. Hightower.
1: I forgot that came out of nowhere. I was not that high on him. Um, uh, kind of like
0: a top fifty or something.
1: Did he end up that high?
0: At uh, one point, he was talking about him as a first round guy. Okay, that's that's insane. I mean, I, was, yeah, he was like banging the table. I respect the guy who's gonna bang the table for his guy, but yeah, yeah.
1: I remember like I, I moved him up before the draft <laughs> a bit, but like I still I, I can man I can check right now. I still wasn't very high on him. Um I'm no, pur- like yeah,
0: I, I think he went, he went around where you'd expected him to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, like he was, he was. Yeah, I don't know if he was in my top two hundred to be
0: honest. I, I not I am in the fourth round. I think so. Yeah, a bit you, of you mis- were way higher Anyways, yeah. Okay, so. No, he- I'm t- I was too low. I mean, uh-huh. he's on the field at least. <laughs> Wait. Was- he's been good. <laughs> if, Rob. if you, can, if you, if you can get on the field, you're good. Uh, okay, who's 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 not ready to play? Who shouldn't be on the field?
1: Yeah, he shouldn't, but it's not his fault. Uh, seventh round rookie Chris Claybrooks for the fucking uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who deserved that f bomb before their name. Uh, he he, I, I, mean. he shouldn't be on the field. Like they're they're thin as hell. Uh, literally the first snap of the game, Houston just cooks them with cooks. Uh, I don't know for like I don't know thirty yards. Uh, that was their, by the way, their first first down on an opening drive this season for Houston. So uh, I think in total they gave up hundred yards and another touchdown to cooks where he just killed them off the line. Uh, literally put Claybrook's in the ground. where are just stumbling, trying to catch up to him. Uh, it was bad, but uh, hey, you know why I also put him here? I thought Sidney Jones didn't have a bad game. Who is obviously just a castaway from me Philly, uh, and also only playing because it's a disaster in the secondary. But like, he came up and made a cold place so Claybrook's like, I thought he tackled okay and he came down. So like, it's not even that bad for a center and rookie. Like better than I'd probably expect, but it was it was still a really bad game, and he shouldn't be on the field
0: um i am going with a corner as well because hey this corner group sucks and i'll say it uh troy pride yeah troy pride each week just yeah he looks not ready to play like he doesn't look like a a bust or anything like he's not getting absolutely dominated he just his he, well it was the same thing with him coming to Notre Dame. like he's very athletically gifted mm-hmm. uh and he, he like you can see the potential there for him to be a starter in the league but his technique is just so all over the place and inconsistent, and he struggles to locate the ball. And it just every week, I, I think I, I feel like I'm doing the Panthers games every week. I feel like you have um, to,
1: Yeah,
0: I usually draft it so you so I can watch Derek Brown <laughs> and then attack him. Um, but yeah, to once once again, like I mean, the Falcons like Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley were were giving it to him. You know Russell Gage's. K- Why is LSU produce so many special teams receivers? That's what I want to know. Uh, okay, <laughs> best day three rookie Tyler
1: Johnson. Rob, no one really popped to me, so I had I, I had to choose him. I mean, we've been waiting all year for him to get some game uh, action and get some looks. And I mean, four catches, 61 yards. I uh, look good. And then the aforementioned Jalen Johnson, uh, where he had a shit tackle on uh, on John on Tyler Johnson. I. Uh, and like Brady started to feel it a bit to Tyler Johnson, I, I I'm like okay, maybe this is a thing going forward, baby. I mean, I know Godwin's out and uh, was, was Watson Watson was back in this one though, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: but Scotty Miller was banged Scottie up. Scotty
1: Miller was banged up. The goat. Uh, maybe maybe he kind of actually steps up. Like all, I think we all kind of hoped that he would uh, in training camp. <laughs> Not
0: Matt him. Miller. Matt Miller was hoping he get cut. And he still
1: is. I mean, I didn't see. It's weird. Tyler <laughs> it's weird Johnson. how much he hates him. I think it's because people got on him about it so much, and then he felt yeah. so vindicated, and now he's still just so salty with uh, Taylor Johnson. Anyways.
0: anyway, uh, I'll give you two. Um, one, unfortunately, is Jordan Fuller, who ended up on IR, yeah, yeah. but he looked—he, I mean, he's been starting all year. He's been one of the best hidden gem yes, rookies,
1: very much so, for
0: the Rams. Yeah. He, like he's starting over Taylor Rapp. Uh, and then against Washington, he, again, he was doing it. He, he laid the wood to break up a pass at one point in the flats. He broke up another pass later in the game, ends up getting hurt on IR. But he looks like such a, a find for them. He's just, he's just, really, it's his instincts that I think stand out the most. It's been mm-hmm. awesome to watch him. I, I think um, I mentioned
1: him week one, and we haven't talked about him since, but he's been really good.
0: Him Him and Julian Blackman. Those those are I think been two of the best safeties. Yeah, two, two
1: misses for AJ. I'm
0: Try to say it. Uh, and then Akeem Davis Gaither. I thought he looked really good against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Logan Wilson had another yeah. interception flaunt his lap, and I love it. I I got one. I got something for him later. Don't don't even. Oh, worry. Okay, all right. But yeah, Akeem, Akeem Davis Gaither like. I don't know. I, I'm assuming he's gonna be starting from now on. I they, would hope he they played, playing a lot more than this game. Yeah, they played
1: ADG and Wilson way more at this game. And uh, hey, we've been saying it for fucking weeks. So,
0: like, though, yeah, he 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 just he looks very good. Uh, best undrafted rookie. Hey, James Robinson.
1: Hey, I put him down, but not for my top guy, Marcus Callaway,
0: who. Oh, okay, kind, me too.
1: Kind of came out of nowhere. Had 34 catches. Oh, uh, 30 Whoa, 34 Actually, catches, 34 yards and four catches. And then the uh, in, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you take it
0: in Vol in vol Country. He didn't come out of nowhere. We knew <laughs> no about him. We knew no about him.
1: He was your guy. Go ahead. You he, talk about him. Go
0: for for three years. I've been waiting for Marquez Callaway to happen, and it happened. <laughs> the um, the 50, re- 57. Yeah, God. Let me talk about my guy. I know. I'm sorry. Look, 57 kick return yards, 69 pound return yards, 34 receiving. I put him down originally for what he was doing in the punt return game because yep. he was like consistently picking up ten. Like it wasn't like one big one ripped open his average. It was like consistent. Yep. yep. Uh, and then then yeah, late in the game he was starting to be involved as like the the fourth receiver. And I love Marquez Callaway, very athletic guy. Who at Tennessee it was never, um, it was never like consistency from him. But it was mm-hmm. there was always these flashy plays and that. So I think it was two or three years ago in the rain who's against south carolina i think and he made this incredible one-handed catch-up been in love with him ever since
1: um the saints keep finding these udfa guys Eh, they're good yeah man.
0: deontay harris last year marquez calloway this year and wide return man,
1: and idls that's it. <laughs> that's it they, uh, udfa they don't have to draft them anymore they just keep finding them yeah uh here's the james robinson report do 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 uh probably his worst game to be honest but still had 48 on 13 carries 32 after contact Still, still catching the ball well, and then he had the the fumble on the stupid, stupid, stupid wildcat pass thing on the fourth and one in the red zone, and he just <laughs> dropped the ball. But I don't blame that on James Robinson. I blame that on the coaching staff because what a stupid fucking play call. Uh, so again, probably his worst game, but still a good game for UDFA. And I, I don't know, man. It's like, it, like early in the game, he was kind of gashing, and it's like it looked like it was going to be a big game, and then in the second half, uh, Houston kind of just locked down on him, and Minshew was off, like I mentioned. Um, and they kind of just shut him down, but <laughs> it still feels like every time he's touching the ball, he's just gonna find a hole. Uh, like I don't know, fucking run through contact. I, I like I like James Robinson. and I mean, who doesn't? So
0: still leads uh, all rookies in yards for scrimmage too. So kings. Um, okay, rookies who flashed.
1: Uh, I put rugs here, which is my big cheat because I think you gave me shit for going too little last week. Uh, and I, like we already talked about him, but hey, I'm, I'm going back to Jacksonville again. You made me watch this game. Gun to my head. Uh, but I found some gems here. You know who's looking pretty good and looking like a legit, like, down the road? I mean, already, but a red zone threat is Colin Johnson, who, I mean, he, we know he's big. There was some hype coming out. Um, they targeted him on a goal we line. We liked him. Yeah, we, I, I did. Um, targeted him on a goal line fade or Minshew, again, Minshew was kind of off this game. Uh, had a shot at that. Never call that play anyways. But the next play, he found the open space on a crossing road in the end zone. Made a pretty nice diving touchdown grab. Uh, another play that didn't count He had a sick like over the shoulder catch That was way out of bounds But it was like a cool catch nonetheless So like it, it's kind of like he gets on the field more In the, in the, in the red zone And uh, Mitchu really looks for him down there um, Does a pretty good job And we know he's oh, he's 6'5 right And he can get up there And uh, they use him pretty well So like between Chark um, uh, uh, Chenault and Colin Johnson That's so a red zone threat There's a basis there for for a really nice pass catching group
0: yeah, you just gotta get Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, and a coach. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll give you three running backs here: Antonio Gibson against the Rams, Cam Akers against the Washingtons, and J.K. Dobbins against the Bengals. Okay. Um, go ahead. Gibson has nothing around him, and that, He's that was one of the worst. That's one of the worst offensive performances <laughs> I've ever seen from an NFL team. No offense, <laughs> Alex Smith. Uh, I was very scared every time he dropped back. Um, but he, he like there wasn't just nothing going he was still picking stuff up especially in the passing game he is clearly their running back of the future cam Akers, it was a lot of after contact running for him and he this was his i think his first game back from the injury and he's just really physical him and darrell henderson seem like they're gonna be a fun combo mm-hmm. and then jk dobbins like every week gets like one to three to four touches yeah. and gets a big big play and Against the Bengals, he had four-touch four, four touch 55 yards, including his only carry going for 34 yards in the first half, and they never went back to him in the, in the run game.
1: I enjoy that enthusiasm, Rob, because I have the same tone in my voice. I put him for start the rook, and it's not like he needs to be the the bell cow, but, man, like you just said, every time he touches the ball, he's making things happen, and how is he getting one carry a game, pretty much?
0: Like, yeah, make it more of a timeshare.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know it's a... And then, like when they get up, they just go to Gus Edwards, and he gets like five touches. Well, on I
0: track. get, I kind of get that, just to uh, save like the other guy's legs. Just I mean, guts f- the bus, grind it out.
1: I do too, but like, like especially for Mark Ingram to save him. But like, alternate Edwards there and and Dobbs, especially when you're, not, hey, you're getting him four touches
0: a game or whatever. Friend of the show, Matt McCoon suggested they're saving J.K. Dobbins for the back half of the season, smart. and they're going to unleash him. So. Smart. That's smart. Uh, uh, okay, out of nowhere, Rook. Hey, Isaiah
1: Rogers, baby, the UMass corner who had that oh, yeah. massive kick return touch, 101 yards, looked awesome, uh, was a really good return man there. Hey, Colts keep finding these uh, rookie DBs, and he's not getting on the field there, but he's, he's making plays in the special teams, so.
0: Okay, I super cheated. Guterr your, your grossman tossed isn't really out of nowhere. Who? i never heard of exactly. him. Exactly. He he was um he was given Jake Matthews somehow he was given uh, McGarry somehow
1: I, I read that he's got like one of the best pressure rates in the league he's just not getting yeah. a lot of uh, snaps
0: it, yeah so it felt like every time he was on the field he was whether it would end up result in a pressure or not he was beating the tackle like pretty consistently he was using his hands really well too um he I mean I put him for start or maybe maybe not start the rook I don't know but he should also be under start the rook because. They're, they they don't really have – like like Brian Burns been is all, great, but
1: – Yeah, it's been pretty awesome.
0: Opposite him, they don't really have any consistency there. And I, I would like to see more snaps for, for mm-hmm. the, the, the gross man. That's <laughs> what I call him. Uh, and then for start the rook, I put both Logan Wilson and Devin DuVernay.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one too, DuVernay. Um, it, like it, DuVernay
0: had it, three touches for 59 yards. He had the 42-yard run on the under round. And it just – his speed adds a different like Hollywood Brown, obviously had speed, but it's a different like Devin Duvernay's a, a very strong yak player though. Yeah. So getting that speed involved as, in in space as a yak guy. I think would be really interesting for I, this offense And obviously he did on this end around, but I one hundred percent get him more involved. I
1: think they're they're like they're working him in. Cause yeah, it, it's slowly coming, and um, I think they got him on a couple of, uh, crossing routes, which was like Duvernay's uh bread and butter there at Texas um and then yeah I, I fully agree they gotta work them in more <laughs> I'll throw one in here f- just for you Rob it's super low-key okay your boy y- your son Jonathan Grenard who only played two snaps my son had a quarterback hurry just mix them in a bit just get them a little more on the field and hey your boy M- Whitney Merciless had a, had a good game and JJ watch don't my boy
0: you love Whitney Merciless um <laughs> Half since his Illinois days, wearing eighty five, so gross. That's sick. Uh, yeah, but um, I, if, if, if Grenard's not if if Grenard's not good, that's like easily my biggest miss.
1: Well, I mean, look, they clearly. I mean, Blacklock's still not doing anything. He had to tackle this game, though. I'm pretty sure. So that's sick. But I had Grenard top thirty. I know you did. So, but I was so high on him too. Been, I mean, higher than I'm he. I'm trying wanted. to
0: bang the table for my guy.
1: Uh, item sixty third, sixty third on my board. I got it
0: all. Okay. Okay. Um hey, fellas. Listen up. Because today we have a new old manscape product alert. Cuz you've heard this one before. Manscape just released the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Puby Halloween, good movie. <coughs> <laughs> manscaped that that's the that's dumbest
1: it. thing you've ever said on this show
0: <laughs> oh that connects to the movie you should watch Hubie how I, I
1: i will rob they're, they're they're our sponsor next week so
0: <laughs> manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their wee this nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent snicks snags and tugs to those delicate holes you don't want to rip one of those holes open because you don't you don't know if that bleeding will ever stop you might die the premium Manscaped weedbacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rota- ro- rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the, the trimming experience, and it's waterproof, which makes it easy for operation and cleaning. The only nose-hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. That's sort of le- almost the whole length of Hubie Halloween. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your finger? No, because that would kill you. Death. That that might hurt worse than death or nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas. Seventy-nine percent of partners polled admitted that the long nose hairs is a major turnoff. That was actually a, a big plot point in Hubie Halloween. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Theory at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs and our holes looking nice. And if you don't like the Rogue Theory code, try this one. Armchair to get 20% off and free shipping. At Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. At Manscaped.com. Using the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go wipe your weeds while you watch Hubie Halloween. Okay, I have, I,
1: have to, I have to make some comments after that ad read. Um, first of all, I would like Manscape to uh, tone down the big science words for Rob. He's a football guy. He's struggling a bit through some of those. Let's get him some like more grit and grind words there. Like his grizzlies. It's very rude of you. Um, <laughs> I felt confident reading it. You're getting better. Um <laughs> Actually I'll, I'll I'll end my comments there. I have notes post show for you though, okay.
0: You can't talk, you haven't seen Hubie Halloween yet. I I know, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Well guess what, AJ? With the money you make gambling at Bet Online this weekend I can pay for the this,
1: Netflix that's you can that's pay for
0: up? a Netflix subscription yeah. to watch Hubie Halloween and then cancel after because they don't actually sponsor us. I just want you to watch Hubie Halloween. Great I know, movie. I will. And I want you to gamble on football and make money, because I'm a good friend. Um, and this Saturday's game sucks so much that the only way it's going to be enjoyable is if you gamble on them. That's like, good. that's true. That's that's real. That's a real thought that's from good, my head. Yes, very much so. But uh, hey, Embed Online presents our, our, our week five picks and previews in the NFL. How'd you do last week, AJ? I went
1: seven and seven. I went six and eight. Uh that was my cheat remember remember I said the Chiefs or who was the other one? The oh the Bengals. One of them was gonna cover and one of them wasn't. And uh look at that. The the the, the Raiders right. won. Yep.
0: Sick. And <laughs> guess who's on the buy this week? The Raiders, Chargers, Saints, and Seahawks.
1: Whoa. What a lead in, Rob.
0: Uh thanks. Okay, first of all, uh we didn't have Thursday night football. That's why you're listening to this on Friday. I mean you can figure it hey, hey, out. Hey,
1: Georgia State and Arkansas State better than any Thursday night football game ever. This is a They play
0: burning. defense like the they're playing defense like it's the out here. I know, man. It's crazy. This is a great game. Um I'm sure commenting on a game that's already over is sick. One PM, Bears at Panthers. We've got to pick them. Speaking of game
1: that's already over, baby, the Bears got this um, on no, I'm just kidding, I'm not confident. But I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the Bears. Uh for literally no good reason. Uh Carolina's been surprisingly competitive and they're clearly winning games. I'm gonna lean on the Bears defense, though, baby. The, the youth of the Bears, Jalen Johnson, is like we've mentioned it was been really great. Panthers got a lot of youth on that D2. That's that's standing up. Uh Nick Foles Nick Foles kind of sucks. He should have like a 50 yard touchdown to Darnell Mooney. He missed. He could have been mentioned this week. But hey, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bears in a close one, and that's why I have to pick them.
0: I am also taking the Bears. Um, How good do you feel? What's your confidence meter? Well, you know I watch every Panthers game, and That's Derek Brown just gonna get moved. <laughs> um, no, I uh, to to me like the Panthers' de- offense is like very based in Mike Davis doing things, and this Bears' defense has been very, very good, uh, and T- Teddy Bridgewater has been very solid, and Robbie Anderson's looked really good too. But I think overall it's gonna be a really low scoring game, and I gotta lean with the better defense. This is this is a Mike Davis
1: revenge game, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah. He he like lasted like one year. Yeah, idiots,
1: dumbasses in Chicago.
0: <laughs> okay, one p.m. Lions at Jags. Lions are three and a half point uh, road favorites.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. I don't think the, that the Lions should be road favorites anywhere. I know the Jags haven't been good since the first week of the season, but uh, just out of spite, you know I hate the Lions. I'm taking the Jags.
0: I am also taking the Jags because, for the exact same reason, I hate the Lions. I will never. My, my NFL betting logic is poor. I just pick against teams I hate.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I I agree with it. It works. We're above five hundred.
0: Uh, one p.m. Falcons at Vikings. Minnesota four point favorites. Yeah. Do the Falcons get the Raheem Morris interim head coach bump? I mean, I got bit by. It, it. worked. It worked for yeah. me on the Texans. I
1: know it didn't. I got bit by it last week, and I'm gonna try to get bit by it again. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings. Don't feel good. Like the Falcons' receivers against that Viking secondary is gonna be. Uh, maybe Cam Dantzler and Jeff Gladney are gonna mention again next week in a negative light. But I, I, I'm gonna trust Minnesota. They didn't look. They look pretty good against Seattle. Um, if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, and I feel like he shouldn't this week. I know he's. He, he,
0: You're team. rambling. I, I've been waiting for you to stop talking okay. so I can make a comment about this train. Because I was gonna take the Vikings, but then the the rookie Morris train came through town. I'm oh, taking the shit. Falcons out.
1: Okay, that's fair. Sorry. You know I love the the Vikings.
0: Yeah, apparently, you got so many words to say on. That. I know. Uh, one p.m. an AFC South uh, favorite of AJ's Texans at Titans. Titans three, at, uh, th- no, just three point favorites.
1: Uh, not a lot of words words to say here up uh, Titans win, real Titans.
0: Yeah, because because they're they're fighting against the man, and that uh, I hate I hate them now. Dude. I didn't hate them before, and I hate that they're being so annoying about. Being idiots about COVID, yeah. but hey, that's a story for another day. Yeah, exactly. um, the Texans, the Texans got their their interim head coach bump. Now they don't have it anymore. So give me the Titans. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: One p.m. Washington football team at Giants. Giants are two and a half point favorites.
1: I'm taking the Giants. Uh, I don't trust Kyle Allen. I know he's coming back. The Giants suck. Don't watch this football game. That's all I got to say. That's my, that's my pick. Dibs. Just don't watch dibs.
0: It. This is my main. This is my w- main one p.m. game. Chase, Chase Andrew Chase Thomas. Thomas is going to get eaten by yeah, Chase Young. Uh, he is. He is. He is. Uh, okay, Browns at Steelers. Steelers, three and a half point favorites. I am... Oh, ta- I, I'm taking the Giants. I don't think I said that. I'm taking the Giants.
1: Oh, no, you didn't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chase Young has six sacks, with the Giants win. Correct. Um, I am taking your beloved Pittsburgh Steelers just because you're a Steelers fan, and my dad just texted me, so it's it's, it's kismet here, Rob.
0: Roll oh, okay, yeah. And I, w- I was going to pick against them, but your dad texted you, so I'm <laughs> taking my Steelers. Uh, it's going to be fun to see how Jedrick Wills holds up against Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm.
1: He's been so good, though.
0: And, and, and this Steelers run defense prior to the Miles Sanders huge touchdown run have been absolutely dominant. And if they can shut down the Browns run game and, and try and make Baker Mayfield win it, I think it'll be uh, interesting. And, and the Browns secondary, not the greatest, and the Steelers have Chase Claypool now. So Yeah, yeah.
1: easily the best 1 o'clock game. Uh should be fun.
0: Oh, yeah best one o'clock game did you miss our talk about the washington football team the giants 1 p.m we've got the ravens nine point favorites on the road against the eagles that's a lot of points on the road
1: yeah and that's why i'm taking philly but i i feel really bad about it but i'm Um, taking the
0: eagles (laughs) okay i'm taking the ravens (laughs) you're smart
1: because you're smart yeah Yeah, um
0: john john hightower is gonna get like 15 targets for one catch yeah how are
1: they gonna slow down travis Fulgham? Answer that question, Rob. Um, uh, Baltimore wins, but Philly covers is what I'm saying here.
0: Fair, fair, fair. Uh, 1 p.m. Bengals at Colts. Colts, nine and a half point favorites uh, coming off that Browns loss.
1: I'm taking Indy. We talked about the matchup of the Colts D against uh, the Joe Burrow-led Bengals offense. Uh, I think they're going to get the better of them, and uh, I think it's going to be too much for Joe again. It's a 10-point win. They squeak this one out is what I'm saying here, Rob.
0: Good to hear, AJ. (laughs) uh <laughs> we're I'm so into this that. right now <laughs> continue sorry i'm just i'm I'm trying to figure out why arkansas state has the two best quarterbacks in the g5 Fucking retweet uh i'll be taking the colts uh to cover i just we, we talked about it at the top this is a really good defense yeah. right now and if they take a page out of wink martindale's book i think it's gonna be a tough day for burrow um I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, too, mm. and, and the, the Colts are better prepared to handle that because they got hot rod kick and field goals.
1: He's been amazing. We we had, we don't talk about him enough, to be
0: honest. No, we don't. Next week. This is a hot rod. Um, I'm calling him. Yes. The final 1 p.m. game was supposed to happen last week. Broncos at Pats. Pats are nine and a half-point favorite. Uh,
1: Cam Newton's back. I'm taking the Patriots. That's it. Period. Drew Loft might be back.
0: And Yeah. Well, my fantasy team needs it um i will be taking the pats as well um 4 p.m we've got two games God because damn. fuck us fuck us said the NFL. at least
1: one's like, awesome fuck. though
0: i know but like come on you couldn't move the, the broncos and uh, patriots where, should be at
1: four o'clock 100 but anyways. yes
0: that, that i don't understand that um okay 4 p.m jets at dolphins dolphins nine and a half point favorites
1: you know what it is too all the nfc west team is playing primetime this week or on by um yeah yeah, I'm taking the Finns. The Jets fucking suck. I'm taking Miami. That's all I got to say. Good good night.
0: Yeah, I, the I mean, hey, they they the Dolphins are like so well coached and actually an enjoyable team. Oh my god. And the Jets are the absolute opposite. Very much so. i sorry, I'm reacting to the football game. Oh yeah, my man. god. <laughs> they don't play defense in the Sun Belt. It's, it's
1: the best. It's the fun belt. The baby. fun belt. Hey,
0: here's That's the here's, tweet here's
1: the <laughs> here's the big game, Rob. Let's get to it, baby while you tweet uh 4
0: 425 we got the packers at the buccaneers bucks one point favorite or it's packers yeah. one point low yeah. a
1: little disrespect but i mean green bay is cooking right now i keep uh, cooking is used too much green bay's on fire right now um they come off the bye too i think that's why i kind of gave them the nod got got two weeks to prepare for this really young and really good uh bucks defense but um, I think Aaron Rodgers gets it done, and it's it's Rodgers and Wilson for the MVP right now. And uh, Rodgers keeps making his case. Rob,
0: I'm taking the Bucks. Okay, I I'm I I know they lose Vita Vea, but that defense has been very very good. Yes, uh, I I think that they'll be able to give Packers more trouble than they've had. I'll just said the ball. I'm trusting Tom Brady to have a little bit of a rebound. Plus, they're at home. Um, I know the Packers are coming off the bye, but the Bucks had a long week. They did, yeah. Uh, you know me. I always take Brady. He's my favorite ever. That's what I always say. <laughs> you do, yeah. Um. Okay, Sunday Night Football we've got the Rams. Three and a half point favorites at the 49ers. Uh,
1: okay, well the Niners got absolutely destroyed by the Dolphins so I have zero faith in them. Uh, the Rams are winning but I don't. they're not overly impressing me. I, Aaron Donald had one of his best games ever which is saying a lot but uh, yeah. I'm sticking and uh, the, the Niners looked too bad last week. I'm taking the Rams. Garoppolo sucks.
0: Um and I will also take the Rams. You said it all. M- Monday we got two games. Um, Chiefs at Bills. Chiefs three and a half point favorites in Buffalo. Uh,
1: I would have been more excited for this game if Buffalo didn't get wiped by the Titans. Um, and I'm taking the Chiefs to 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 win in Buffalo. It just that that the Bills defense like fell apart over the last couple weeks and just don't look that good. And I I don't see Mahomes losing two games in a row. That's it.
0: Um, I am taking the Bills. Respect. I, I, I think that the, the Chiefs defense has some issues on the back end. I think Josh Allen and this pass catching group will be able to take advantage of it. Other side of the ball, I know the Bills defense has been freaking terrible. Yeah. But at, at some point, I feel like Ed Oliver's got to wake up. And against this Chiefs inconsistent offensive mm-hmm. line, it's banged up. I th- I think it's, it's a good matchup for the Bills at home to rebound off that Titans loss. 57.5 uh,
1: total, though, the highest of the week. That's a lot of points. Yeah,
0: I'd pound that over. Eight fifteen Monday night football, real Monday night football. Uh, Cardinals at Cowboys. Cardinals one and a half point favorites on the road.
1: They should have switched these games around. But anyways, oh, I know they couldn't, but they should have. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. No Dak means no AJ picking Dallas. That's it.
0: Um, I will take the Cardinals. They're not that impressive. Cowboys, but yeah, yeah. I just feel like like who's going to cover DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Uh, javon dicks
0: <laughs> yeah fuck eh? it's, it it's it's gonna it, to me it's gonna be a shootout and i'm gonna take Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. agreed uh okay that's everything we had um if you're if you're listening this this georgia state arkansas state game has been better than this podcast I, I, yeah, I hope you watched it last night